podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello everyone and welcome, Champions League week of course leading up to the game, uh, to a very special AI extra pod here, um, going to be looking back, reminiscing uh, fondly, perhaps a little bit negatively as well on a few points, although it, it feels sort of hard to even do that when you think about what's coming up this uh, this weekend, but we're looking back on the Champions League run, the road to Kiev, um, and tonight to help me go through these games, I'm joined by two AI stalwarts here, Joseph Cousins and uh, uh, Jay Patel, welcome guys. Hi Harry. All right, Harry. Good to be here. Good, good to talk about the the road to Kiev. It's, a good uh, moment, it's been a long road. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the long yeah. and winding road to Kiev. Yeah, it's been it's, it's been interesting. And um, I mean, to all the listeners, you won't see this, of course. But sent both of these guys like a big long agenda, all these YouTube clips, just sort of focusing on the highlights of each game. There's plenty of things that I forgot on the way on the way to this Champions League final. I'm sure there's plenty of things that we've brought back up to each other's attentions on this but um before we get into the actual games themselves guys and talk about i really want to talk about and focus on some of the moments that we've experienced on this journey um i wanted to ask both of you um let's say pre-hoffenheim um you know, pre-champions league qualification we, we qualify qualify for the champions league last game of the season last season well, two seasons ago now i've done the same this season a bit more comfortably uh, in, in the end that we have to do this qualifying game but what was your expectation of the side when the transfer window finished, I guess, when you knew what side was going to be competing for Liverpool in uh, European's biggest competition? Um, Kazi, come to you first. What were your expectations um, of a Klopp's Liverpool side uh, in the Champions League? Um, I would say I, I would have expected to come out of the group, not necessarily win it, but um, qualify from the group stages. And then you sort of... You know, in, in the lap of the gods with, with the draw, really. If you draw a really strong side, you can easily get knocked out in the last 16. Um, so, yeah, my expectations were qualify from the group um, and then sort of take it from there, game game by game, round by round, sort of situation after that. Um, you know, so having beaten Hoffenheim, which I was nervous about because they're a decent team, it was then all about the draw, you know, what sort of what sort of draw can we get? Because you can you can do a Man City and, and, and draw sort of a group of death, which they've done um, you know, with their low European seed in the first three times they qualified for the Champions League. So I I, I wanted to avoid that situation. And um, luckily we got a sort of straightforward looking group on paper and we were able to to yeah to, to get out of the group. So yeah that was my expectations really just get out of the group. Just get out of the group. How about you, Jay? I mean, when you, I think with with this Liverpool side, especially how Klopp likes to play as well, it, it's been a little bit strange at times because obviously, I think getting out of the group, then you thought we perhaps did have a good chance just based on how we play because it is perhaps better suited to these games where you know champions of other countries are going to be coming and attacking on the front foot. Yeah, it was. Um, it's interesting when you when you sort of speak to people now, and obviously some people have said. You know they expected us to do well and the style of play and, and everything else, but I think you know we we the, the team is constantly evolving. So you know I think going into a season you're never quite sure. I mean I, I was very much like Cars in the sense of just to get through the group 
would would be kind of in, enough for me. And that sounds a bit pessimistic, but you know we have to appreciate we haven't been in the Champions League for such a long time. I think pre pre uh, the draw, um, you know, we wanted to get a bit of fortune with the luck, which we, with the draw, and we did. We get the, we got that. Um, I, from my own perspective, I just didn't want to make sure that we were we didn't end up in the Europa League. I think it as as we've seen, it's a massive distraction. You know, we've seen it with Arsenal this year. We've seen it with United um, the year before. And I think it was really important for us to to have a good bash at the Champions League, show that we can compete at that level. But then, you know, not to be um, distracted in the sense of we need to make sure we finish top four, which which we did this year. And that's 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 you know, obviously a great achievement considering we went all the way. But I think just to compete, get to the last 16 and then take it from there, really. I think it's it was only until later on in the in the stages, then I think people started really did start believing. But um, yeah, certainly pre-draw, it was all about getting through that group stage, I think. No, of course, I think so. I think it's um, plenty of people sort of revised over the times or what their expectations were of this team. But um, I mean, just before we do go into all the games, I mean, you mentioned there sort of the point where you started believing as well. Um, for both of you guys, I'd just be interested to hear from you. When did you start to believe that, hang on, we can go all the way here? Jay, come to you first on that. It's, it's got to be the City game, really, isn't it? I mean, I think the, the we were fortunate with the Porto draw, you could say that. I think, you know, again, we, we, we got a stroke of luck there. And, you know, that was a tricky fixture. And it, you know, but I think, you know, we showed we showed our class and then that, that was good to see. And I think we, we played him at the right time. I think in February time, we were starting to gel and Ox was coming into the team and, you know, Salah was on fire. So, you know, you'd expected us to, to beat Porto. And then we knew what was going to come in, in the sense of it was going to be a really, really tough draw. And, and, and at that point, I thought, OK, well, we will probably face an opponent, a huge opponent, which we've probably come to the end of the road. There was a lot of question marks about, you know, having not replaced Coutinho. And I just didn't think we had the depth, probably, and, and actually questioning the quality of the first 11 to, to make it all the way. But you 3 you, 0 up. Um, against City after the first leg, you, you've got again. I think that I think you know, everyone then started believing to say not mm-hmm. only we've got a great chance of getting through, and then really is you know you're down to the last four, definitely can go all the way. Absolutely, I think I think that was it for me as well. I think when when that Chamberlain goal went in, although I think there were some really shaky moments, and we'll, we'll come on to talk about those in the second leg in terms of the the anxiety levels there. But um, I think that was when we beat the. Uh, what are they called now, Centurions or or whatever they are, of Man City, I think they've been outstanding in the league, obviously. When you beat a side like that with a manager uh, who's been in such awe-inspiring form himself this season, uh, yeah, you, you do start to think or you do start to wonder whether it was a, a case of fate. Kazi, was that the same for you in terms of you, you started believing following the City game? Yeah, definitely um, similar to Jay. It, it's funny because... Um, we have this sort of hoodoo of a city, especially at Anfield. I don't think they've won at Anfield in a, a long time since when Anelka scored those no, couple of goals, isn't it? it? Um, so, so, um, you could, you could have, you could have put it down to that. Um, and, you know, so I weren't fully believing we could have gone all the way, even after that three nil against City. But then when you sort of combined it with, um, the result that Roma got, um, against Barcelona. So, you know, we sort of scraped, well, I say scraped, well, we, we, we beat City away. Uh, after the, the first half, it seemed really shaky, but once we got that job done and then to know that, um, Barcelona had actually lost in Roma, that's when I started to really, you know, my eyes started to light up and started to look at the draw and think, hmm, you know, 
if we got Roma next, then, you know, what's possible? So I sort of looked at it very much game by game, round by round, until I saw that Barca um, result. Um, because it was sort of so tense, that game, the, the City away game in that second leg, it was so tense. I had no clue what was going on in, in, the, in the other game um, in Rome. So when I saw the score that actually Barca were on the verge of going out, I couldn't believe it. And that's when I started to think, wow, could, could we actually, you know, could we actually do it? It seemed to open a door for us in, in, um, with Barca going out. But from, from my perspective, it was sort of one less elite team um, to sort of have, have to negotiate. Um, so, yeah, so I felt sort of really positive sort of from, from that moment. But the City game, it was that belief, isn't it? I think it gave everyone, uh, I, I completely agree, Cuz, in terms of when, when Barca went out, that was a massive, you know, that was like, hello, you know, we've got a great chance here. But even just looking at our own team, you know, it was we've had ups and downs up until that point. And, and you beat a team, yes, we know we had the 4-3 um, and, and that was that was immense against City as well. But you know that was a one-off game. It wasn't Champions League, and you know I think you know City were the the, the best team in the league by far as we saw. But you you, you beat them three nil. You you then start thinking about well I don't really care. I, I remember awaiting the draw for the semi-finals, and I wasn't massively bothered. I mean I know you know I smiled when we got Roma, but if we got Bayern and Real in the same token, you have to believe. I mean yes, it would have been tough, but that you put away the Premier League champions. 5-1 over two legs, you really do start thinking about and, and focusing on your own strengths. And that's, mm. I think that's what people are doing now about this weekend. It's not the, the fear about Real Madrid. We know they're good. You know, that, that's, that's a given. But we're, we're, a lot of us are now talking about our own strengths in terms of the damage we can do. And that's, that city, that city a result gave us the belief to really think that we can go all the way now and, and actually win it. Yeah, I think so for sure. I think it was a result and, and a, a performance. That- an atmosphere really where everything in terms of the supporters, the, the players, everything sort of synced into one. Everyone was in the, off the same hymn sheet. And we'll, we'll come to talk about that for sure. But to go back to the start of the journey, then it feels a long time ago now. It took me back looking at some of these highlights, but obviously secured sort of this Champions League playoff as it is, or as it was rather against Hoffenheim. Um, you know, sort of a progressive side, Hoffenheim, um, confident young manager, shall we say. In, Julian Nagelsmann um, endeared himself to the cop in terms of before that second leg when he was talking about I don't really make a difference between home or away matches I don't care where the game is I'm not overly in awe of this club yeah etc cetera, etc cetera. so we'll come on to talk about Nagelsmann but um, um, this Hoffenheim tie then I mean um, I, looking back at that very very first game guys I mean you think about it now and, and what is your overarching memory of that game Kazi when you think about it I look back at it and I saw Lover and giving away a penalty in the first ten minutes. I completely forgot about that. Uh, completely forgot Mignolet was actually playing for us in the Champions League at that stage. Um, Trent's amazing free kick, of course. What about that game? Do you remember overly? Uh, it's funny when earlier you say teams evolve. I think it was Dre that was saying teams evolve, um, and it's true because when you, when I look at the highlights of that game and you see you, that obviously is pre VVD. Um, oh yeah, it's <laughs> Migs and goal. It's Moreno, actually Moreno on good form, but Moreno nonetheless playing. Um, and I just at the time, I just remember being quite apprehensive about the game. Um, away ties in Europe against a decent team, tricky game, um, and sort of have a, have a feeling that anything's possible here. Win, lose, or draw, I think any any result would, would have been sort of been reasonable to expect. Um, and I think we got a bit lucky in the game. Um, you know, you've got the, the Milner deflected goal. The Trent free kick was, was, was brilliant. 
think they missed a few chances. Um, obviously, we missed the penalty as well. And uh, there's one thing I know also notice about teams evolving, and also if we look at Salah evolving as well, he missed a couple of chances um, in that game. And when I was just looking at the highlights earlier, um, looking at his sort of his confidence in front of goal, nowhere near what it is at the moment. Um, so although he was, you know, he was still really threatening um, and really good at the beginning of the season on the sort of one on ones with the keeper and that sort of thing. Um, nowhere near the level of confidence confidence that he is at the moment. So I remember a couple of chances being missed, and obviously that that penalty from Firmino. And um, yeah, we we managed to sort of you know scrape through that game. Two one win, two one wins away from home in Europe is is really good. And from from that result, I was confident we get the job done at Anfield. Um, mm. But yeah, for me it was a tr- a tricky game, and I really wanted to finish third um, in the sixteen seventeen season to actually avoid that this situation where we were sort of all tense. <laughs> you know, and, and praying we'd, we'd get through. So, hope you know, it was a good thing that, that we did, obviously. Of course. And, uh, Jay, to go back to that game as well, I mean, I, when I was watching it, I, I mean, the Trent free kick was, I think, what, the most memorable thing to, for me in terms of thinking about, you know, this guy's first, his European debut, you know, he's a teenager here, and he's he's, he's the one who steps up. Not you know, If you think about the character sort of side of that thing, he steps up and goes, no, this is my free kick. And other players around him who've seen you with you know, multiple appearances, um, you know, beneath them or, or behind them, uh, allowing this kid to take the the free kick, and, and and then he does something like that. Was that sort of the key, uh, sort of signifying moment for me, uh, for you from from this game? Yeah, I think that's that's the memory that sticks out for sure. Um, you know, it was interesting, obviously, at the time Coutinho was uh, either injured or not injured. Shall, shall we say? Shall we say that at the time? And you know, if, if he did play. I'd- I think he started that game. I think we had our normal front three, if we can call it that. It's a back um, and, and, and a terrible back Yeah, it, but yeah, exactly. And, and so Trent never may have, you know, taken that 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 uh, that free kick if, if if that didn't happen. It's funny how things work, really. And it was it was interesting. So that certainly is the the standout moment of the game and the memory that I have. Uh, you know, a young kid, higher pressure game. And I mean, I'm again very similar to Cousy in the sense of that that game was probably, if if you look back at the fixtures, that was the one game I I didn't enjoy at all in the sense of there was so much riding on it um Hoffenheim were a good team it's one of those things that you know you're the favorite and therefore you can't really win if that means you've just got there's 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 not too much upside there's just massive downside of that game in terms of it going completely wrong and and Lovren conceding the penalty early on just created even more nerves around myself and, and I'm sure others as well so for 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 Trent to, to put that away from such a distance it was incredible, and I think the the it's a funny one, isn't it? Because I think the goal he conceded right at the end, partially Lovren to blame again, but also Trent not quite picking up, um, you know, caught, getting caught under the ball, really appealing for offside. Um, you know, we've we've seen that later on this season as well. So it, it's showing it showed both sides to him in terms of his development, in the sense of his, his obviously great attacking. There's been a few moments defensively, and that's that's gone through but you know what we've seen with this guy and this kid is the maturity and and, and the, the ability to kind of learn from his mistakes um but you know he was certainly the, the one that stood out on that game and it was a good result you know two one away horrible game i think to watch but um from my own perspective but a very very important result yeah i think have I mean, you have, have you seen the um the trend interview where they ask him about about taking that free kick have you seen that no no it's always he was actually asked because he, he scored a few free kick, he scored a few free kick kicks yeah. in training before the game, 
And um, I think a couple of the lads told him, yeah, why don't you, why don't you have a go? Why don't you take it? So he's like, okay, you know. And then, so he, he trots up to, to take it. And then another of the senior players um, said, you know, if, if you don't want it, I'll have it. So he said, I, I can't back out now. <laughs> and then, and then takes it. But yeah, it's a, it's a really good interview actually. If you haven't seen it, you you you, sh- you should you should try and watch it. But um, yeah, it's fantastic the way he's taking it. And it's uh, you know it's not a lucky free kick, is it? It's a, it's precision. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. Plenty of whip on that ball as well. And yeah, I think you you mentioning that interview that there's so much sort of so much of great Liverpool related content you can hoover up, not only from of course Anfield Anfield Index, Anfield Pro, etc. AI Pro, but um, I mean that, that that coffee table interview with Salah and and Lovren's amazing. Then there's that <laughs> That's all the legends giving their sort of um, you know, the best wishes to the players as they go off. Plenty to get you nice and sort of emotionally ready for that final. But second leg of that Hoffenheim game, guys. If the first one was a bit of a nervy affair, <laughs> we were wondering how we were going to approach this one. I mean, I still think some of these goals, uh, you know, these are the highlight reel, aren't they? In terms of the, the gorgeous. Sort of Emre Shan goal there, um, Salah's yeah. lovely little tap in. I mean, this was I think probably I think the the first sort of big European night um, of the campaign, um, and it, you know, the start of the journey, wasn't it? Jay, come to you yeah. first. What, what do you think of the yeah, game? Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, it was it was it was a pr- it was a pressure game, albeit you know two one again set us up quite nicely. But I think I think what you're alluding to, Harry, was that was the first time we saw what was to come and to follow in this campaign is to absolutely blow teams away in the first half. First, you know, that 30-minute intense speed of thought and finishing and just effectively choking the opponent. Opponent, And, you know, the the, the, the first couple of goals, you know, were great. The third goal was, I remember that the, the vines and the gifts of that goal was getting replayed from angle to angle. Um, with the back heel, the, the little uh, chip to the far post from from Bobby, and then the, the volley from Chan to to make it three. Um, so and the knee a lovely slide. goal. And the knee slide. And the knee slide. The little head nod there. <laughs> uh, pure Emery. Um, and 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 the and the the big thing I remember from that game was was Klopp after the third one with his normal pumped fist, but shouting. I don't know if you remember shouting at the crowd, saying that is football. You know, and, 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 and it was just like, you know, you now watch it back, you now watch that clip back and you think this is what I mean. This is, that is football. And that is what we did constantly week after week in the Champions League. Um, and, and, and it was, it was great. You know, you don't, you don't, at the time you watch it. And I think we made such a, a big deal about the, the way we played and rightly so. But what we didn't know was that was going to be the norm in the Champions League. You know, we, we, if, 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 think about it we're playing Hoffenheim at home and you're probably thinking well actually maybe we're just showing the golfing class now between the two teams we didn't have the greatest away game but you know at Anfield we're showing that we're far better than this team but it wasn't really the case was it it was you know we, we blew away the other teams in this competition in the same manner it's just that you know lots a lot of, sometimes we just don't get I don't think we've got the credit we deserve to be honest a lot's made out of the opposition but yeah a great start for for things to come and Kazi, I think this is one of those nights where um, we first saw sort of the impact that Anfield could have, and, and and then of course throughout the campaign did have on opposition sides. Hoffenheim, I mean, they're in, incredibly inexperienced in Europe. I think this is only their second game ever in in Europe. So for Nagelsmann, I guess, to come into that game being as cocky as he was, maybe it was the right sort of strategy to, to get his players g'd up or whatever. But 
Um, yeah, I think he's proven yeah, that all these teams can come, no matter how good you are, even if you're at the heights of Man City and, and they really have reached some heights this season. Um, you know, all it takes is a 15-minute patch where we unsettle you, we, you know, we, we knock you out of rhythm, and we can devastate you with our attack. Um, that was the first example of it, wasn't it? Absolutely, absolutely. It's like a combination of the atmosphere, the way we play, um, and a little bit of the, the tactics of the opposition as well. But Hoffenheim was the first example of a team that sort of came with a lack of respect. Um, you know, they, they defended with a high line. Um, so I don't know if they if, if if they didn't watch videos of of you know of Liverpool's attack or, or what our strengths were, but it was the first team that they came play with a high line, um, and decided they were going to play around at the back and play into our hands, and um, they got destroyed as a result. And just the first of many teams that you know sort of suffered the same fate. Um, but if if you if you look at at it, you know a lot of the teams that are much a lot better than them the likes of city and, and roma for example tried to do similar things and got similarly destroyed so it was a sign of things to come definitely um you know we'll, we'll come to talk about it in, in a minute but the teams that actually came showed respect and defended deeper um did a bit better that I'm, I'm thinking of sevilla for example you know and even maribor even though we eventually we beat them three nil we didn't blow them away in the first half like we did with you know the likes of City, Hoffenheim, Roma, who come to um you know to sort of play play an expansive game and defend the high line, and I think they they definitely got what they deserved. Um, but yeah, look, look, looking at that, you wouldn't think that you know this is going to be the pattern for the rest of the tournament. Um, but yeah, it was just fantastic to see the team just approach it in the right way, and um and really go after a side and, and punish them. Yeah, it was it was really enjoyable. The first leg was quite tense. That leg was um was really was really good to see, really enjoyable. Yeah, for sure. And I think I mean, it's it's taken some getting used to. I think for Liverpool fans as well, because I think you know, you, you cast your mind back to the last really successful sort of time in the Champions League, and it, that was, it was under Rafa, you know, a very specific formula um, template of how to play in these sort of competitions. But generally, not not just Rafa. I mean, that, that's generally how you've had success um, in Europe. You know, being tight. You know, trying to nick the odd goal here, you know, being having sensible away performances, um, and Klopp has he's just got zero interest in that. Whether or not it's because he doesn't think we have the personnel to achieve those sorts of performances, I think we've proven that on a couple of occasions. We're going to talk about in a second, but um, yeah, a completely different blueprint to sort of get your head around uh, for Liverpool fans as well. But Jay, bringing you in, we're going to start with the group stage now, and um, some of these games we'll talk about for longer than others, but. That first severe game, so I guess our first proper Champions League game, I guess, then in the actual competition, um, uh, similar to sort of the, the Hoffenheim game, a very early, sort of completely inexplicable error from Lovren um, <laughs> that you know, results in a goal for them four minutes in. Um, and then I think an error right at the end as well that ends up us drawing that game. So it's 2 2 it finished. Um, but um, it, perhaps not the lift off we were expecting at Anfield after that sort of high of the Hoffenheim game. Yeah, it was, um, yeah, we just, I think it, it brought to the, the fore the, the defensive issues we have in that team, isn't it? It was Lovren spectacularly sort of missing the ball and it bobbling through. I think it was Ben Yedda who, who, who scored the, the opener and then um, the second goal was a throw-in, wasn't it? I think we just completely switched off. They bypassed the midfield. I, I thought actually in that game though we played we played really well, didn't we? I think we you know we we scored a couple of good goals. We um I thought we we had quite a few number of chances as well. So we were we were kind of fully in control. Having having been one nil down, we showed 
Brendan's going to love this great character to come back and and get a couple of goals. But um, tremendous character, yeah, the, tremendous character. Yeah. <laughs> but the but but that 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 that, uh, that to, to concede at the end um, wasn't quite the end, was it? But um, to, to concede that equaliser wasn't wasn't great. So um, you know, it was. I think Sevilla was. It was clear that Sevilla was going to be the uh, the best sort of team in the group alongside us. So a draw wasn't kind of the, the the worst result um i think there was obviously a lot of positives to take however from the the performance itself yeah for sure i mean i, th- I think that this was sort of the stage in the season where the creativity was there for all to see in terms of the chances we were you know we were opening up sides at will but perhaps the finishing touch wasn't there on a number of occasions and Kazi bringing you in i mean that leads on so nicely to the next game in the group away to spartak where you think about I, I think about this game as a game of tons of missed chances. How we ended up drawing that game one one was it, it's sort of amazing to me. But it was that part of our season, wasn't it, where the profligacy was just sort of happening. We kept missing all these chances, um, and, and you end up coming out of that after the severe draw as well. We think we should have picked up some points here. Um, this was a little sort of phase, sticky phase of the season for us, wasn't it? Yeah, definitely. It was really, really frustrating part of the season where. It was the sort of similar pattern that we had in a lot of games last season where we'd play really well, we'd dominate, uh, we'd create chances, we'd miss chances and the team would get one or two chances and bury them. Um, and, you know, that, it, it, that, sort of, that sort of pattern seemed to plague us um, and it was so, so frustrating. And just remembering that game, I think we created so many chances, so many chances and then they get one and bury it. Um, and it usually will come about by a, either a goalkeeping or centre back error or full back error. Um, and then even, even, um, after sort of conceding and being level, I remember we brought Star- Sturridge on and he had two really good chances to score and miss both of them. <laughs> and, you know, I just thought, you know, if you, if you're in a situation where, where Sturridge is missing open goals, then I don't, I, like, what, what can, what can you do? So yeah, it was, it was a really frustrating um, part of the season. Uh, I think in the, we were sort of struggling in the league to, um, to, you know, to, to really sort of um, dominate games and, and, and pick up three points as well. So yeah, that was that was a part of the season where if if you'd have, if you'd have said we're going to get to we're going to get to the final, um, you probably would have had some raised eyebrows in in your direction. Um, but um, yeah, really frustrating to draw the first two games. Um, but the lucky the, the lucky thing was is that nobody nobody else in the group was really dominant. So you didn't really have, say, Sevilla, for example, winning all the other games and sort of creating a gap. We were always in contention to win the group. So although frustrating, we're still in a position where, you know, we still had a, a greater chance to qualify. Yeah, I mean, this game, just, just looking back at it, I mean, 16 shots, six on target, uh, 64% <laughs> possession at the end of the game. You know, just absolutely dominated. I think 84% pass success. So we, you know, we completely... Completely all over them, really. It was just that finishing touch, and I think, as you mentioned as well, Sturridge coming on um, and him not having his shooting boots on. Um, you know, of course, he got absolutely panned for that coming off the bench and not, and not doing what he's, he's just supposed to do. Um, yeah, I think you sort of realised it, it was one of those moments in the season. Um, but if that was one of those moments of the season, and there was a little bit of frustration, you know, can't quite get the goals out. You know, we were, everyone was saying to each other at that, at that stage. I remember Jay. Someone's going to get battered here. <laughs> Someone's going to get battered, and the first uh, the first job, um, I guess, was for for Maribor away. Yeah, poor old Maribor. Eh? I mean, I think they, they weren't actually too much. Um, 
they weren't too much kind of worse than uh, than, than Spartak, were they? It's just that we we took our chances early. Um, we we were far more clinical. I mean, I think uh, Salah was kind of there was so much space. I remember in that game, Salah was all running down the wing and crossing it for Firmino, and then Milner crossed it for Coutinho, and you know everything seemed to stick and score really. So I think it was as you said, Harry. I think you know someone was was going to get a beating, and it and it ended up being them. But um, it was it was a great attacking performance. Again, it's one of those ones where you're still, you know, looking at the opposition, saying, "Are they, are they sort of dishing this up for us?" I didn't. I think you know, to uh, to Kazi's earlier point, yeah, I think probably earlier on in the season, people just didn't have a clue about how to set up, and you don't play a high line with a <laughs> with a slow defense, and uh, yeah, they were just getting turned. They didn't have the the, the quality really on the ball either, so they were getting turned over. Um, and there was just so much space for Salah and Coutinho to run into that um, took obviously good advantage, and it was important. You know, obviously that set us up nicely for the, um, if I may, Harry, on the return one as well, which was um, similar story, wasn't it? Obviously, it took took a bit longer to, um, to to do it this time. I think Salah scored early in the second half this time, but um, you know, it was it was important that we had that type of team in the group. I mean, again, I, we were whilst we've. Um, had a bit of bad luck in some way. We were quite fortunate in terms of the the, the teams in the group. We can't deny that. Um, and and therefore, because no one really got away, those six points against Maribor was really, really important just to, to make sure we did get out of that group. Um, and it's just a question of whether we finished first or second after that. Yeah, I think I think it's just an early indicator of, of what this, this attack was capable of, really. I mean, you mentioned their Maribor, the way they set up, the way a, co- a number of teams set up in this competition against us, even the ones on the sliding scale. You talk about cities and, and the Romas um, of, of, of this competition. But you know, it was it was part of that reason why, I mean, I'm not going to say I was confident in us getting to a Champions League final, but it was the, the sense that the way this team was set up, the strengths of this team, could do very well in a knockout competition, especially when you're coming up against teams like, and no disrespect to Maribor, I mean, these guys have won their league in Slovenia, um, you know, many years in a row, more or less. And I know they actually finished second this year, but you know, this is a team that they're champions. They're not going to come and, you know, they're not going to come being used to defending um, uh, at home, especially to, to, to a side like Liverpool. They wanted to go out and prove themselves and got absolutely bamboozled by it. Kazi, this game, I mean, you could talk about both Maribor games, really, but um, you know, professional performance at home with that 3-0 win, um, Chamberlain getting a goal in that game as well. But that 7-0, um, yes, you've got to sort of contextualise it with the opposition, and I think plenty of fans, opposition fans throughout the season were desperate to sort of always find some reason to contextualise our great performances. Yes, but it was these guys. Yes, but it was this sort of type of game. Um, it, it did set a, a precedent, didn't it, in terms of how we can really you know, tear sides apart. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, and, and, you know, seven nil scorelines aren't, they aren't common in Champions League. Um, you know, I, I, you know, I'm not sure if that's because we haven't developed the reputation yet where we go away from home and teams park, absolutely park the bus because we haven't really faced that yet. I don't know if that's the reason um, why we, we tend to get these goals away from home. I don't know. Um, the likes of, you know, Real Madrid, PSG, Barcelona, when they go away from home, maybe they face different tactics than we do. I don't know. But still, you've got to give credit to the amount of times we've gone away from home and scored loads and loads of goals. Um, you know, Maribor's tactics, a lot of the times they tried to play the ball out of the back. We kept catching them 
with our counter press and and scoring, we could have easily got had double figures in the away game. Um, the home game was a bit different because I think they came with probably the tactics they should have had in 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 the first game where uh, they set their stall out to to you know to sit deep and be organised. And it took us a while to to, to break through. But once we did break through, the result wasn't really in question. Um, I think Jay's right that the way the fixtures panned out, I think was good for us that we had back-to-back games against Maribor where we could pick up six points, get a, get a few goals and get some confidence. Um, and I think that worked out really well. Um, if you can imagine if we had Maribor and then maybe Severe again, maybe it would have worked out a little bit differently. But um, yeah, I think it was good. It, it was it was good to have that. I think it, it set us up well um, going into um, the, the rest. Because I think that those two games put us top of the group, didn't it? Scoring ten goals, conceding none. Yeah. Then you're on top. Of, then you're on top of the group, confident, feeling that yeah, if you get decent results in the next two, then you should go through. So that definitely set us up well to go into the severe game, which is another thing in itself. <laughs> yeah, because you know you made you, you made a good point earlier on in terms of you know our starting eleven for the Hoffenheim game, and we we you know throughout these games, obviously we were punishing them on the attack side. It wasn't just the defensive side as well, but just as a team, as a as a kind of a coherent attack and defence, we, we weren't sure what we were doing. We had we had Coutinho in and out for for different reasons. We had Emre Chan out and Henderson kind of rotating now and again. We had um, Gomez at right back for a lot of the time and then Trent coming in. Moreno was playing at left back throughout. The keeper thing was absolutely bizarre in terms of Mix playing one week and Carriers in the Champions League. So you know, we almost need, we were sort of firefighting through some of these, 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 these games as well. I think that's why it's, you know, it's good the way we did go about our business in the Champions League. And, and then to say there's back to back Maribor games helped to get those points on the board and give us a bit of confidence because as Harry, you were just coming on to Sevilla just showed, just brought us back down to earth a bit in terms of some of the things that we still needed to address. Yeah. So you lead us on to Sevilla there. I mean, I think we were all under no impression of it. We all knew that going away to Sevilla um, was going to be the toughest game in the in the group stages. Um, although I thought at home we, we really did throw away a chance to to beat them quite you know, quite comfortably. I thought I thought they were there, they were there for the taking. This, this is not the side um, that, that beat us in the Europa League final. Um, really annoyingly, um, they've, they've been stripped of so much of the, of, the, of the talent that proved so difficult to deal with on that day. Um, but you know, plenty of talent still in the squad that actually proved difficult to deal with. On, on this day as well. I mean, Kazi, a completely mad game here. Um, I really want to know what you were thinking at half-time before we go into the actual game. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, freeing up in half an hour. You got 13 uh, goals, three games? Yes, here we go. <laughs> it is, yeah, because you're expecting a really difficult game. They're a good team. Maybe we overestimated how good they would be, although they ended up knocking Manchester United out. Um, but... Um, yeah, I, I expected it to be tough. Um, you know, we did throw away a chance to beat them at Anfield. They were there for the taking. But I was expecting a very difficult away game um, and quite a tight and tense one as well. So being 3-0 up um, <laughs> was crazy. They did miss a couple of chances. Um, it was a weird game. I, you know, Obviously, being 3-0 up at halftime, you expect to then go on and win because I thought we'd, be, we'd create more chances. We'd catch them on the counter-attack a couple more times. And um, surely we'll get three points. And I think if we'd have won, that game would have been through. Um, so, yeah, I, you know, it was not exactly get the cigar out moment because, you know, knowing us and knowing our history, we, we do like to make things difficult. But I, I did think we'd, we, would, we would win that. So <laughs> to, to not 
to go into the second half and kind of mess it up really did piss me off. It was so frustrating. Uh, it was so, so frustrating. And um, yeah, a, a, again, if, if you did ask most Liverpool fans at the end of that 90 minutes, if that sort of defending would have been good enough to, to sort of go through in the competition and get and get far, then you'd, you'd have probably got negative answers on on, on that. But mm. um, a, a mad, mad game. Yeah, it's the sort of game that annoys you as well because I think one of the things that we've tried to put to bed this season, and it's not completely resolved by any means, but the whole narrative around Liverpool having just you know the soft centre at the back and not having the character in in the team or the bottle to withstand those moments of pressure. I think at that stage we were still vulnerable to it because um, we, we hadn't got the reinforcements in. Um, you know, Moreno, I think, had a really tough game, didn't he? He was in great form up until then, had a terrible... So it's oh, small, yeah. small little patch in the yeah, game. Yeah, really bad game. Um, yeah. And, you know, you think about that, you know, I felt pretty sorry for him actually going back there and still having that struggle. Um, but, yeah, it's a, a tough game. You, you score the same goal twice as well in the first half in terms of that uh, near post flick on to the far post. And he's just <laughs> amazing that they didn't seem to defend against it. Jay, I mean, uh, so I guess the same question. Half time, you're thinking, oh, here we are, you know, flying pretty here. Um, and then the way that game ended, did, did that sort of bring you back down to earth in terms of what you thought we could actually achieve this in, in this uh, this Champions League? Yeah, it was a it was it was a huge blow, and I think it, it was it was the it was the wider context as well, isn't it? In terms of what you guys said, that you you can't help but feel, oh, you know, we just we just don't learn, and these players just don't have the the mentality, or you know, they're just not clued up enough. We you know we've seen it time and time again. So it's, it's not even it's not even just that, that that game itself. There's so much narrative that goes with it when you do that again and again and again, and 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 to sh- and, and and then questions have been asked of Klopp. I mean, I think it was it was this season still early on. I'm not sure. I think it was probably pre that result. But you know, questions were asked of being about Klopp. We we were patchy in the league um, at best in terms of our form, and and those types of things were you know, just questioning in terms of what we're doing around the keeper, what we're doing about the defense, what we're doing about these players who are just caving in. I mean, the game was was crazy in the sense of it was never a three nil. We should we shouldn't we should have never been the three nil up, for example, because they missed some absolute sitters, and so did we, to be honest. But you know, it, should, it was definitely not three nil. To be honest, the three three was probably the right result. It was just the manner that it played out, and that's what killed us. And that's what really hurt us to be three nil up, and then to to lose three goals, and and the, and the one at the end was was a killer you know i think both teams it was a very very odd game you know it should have been far tighter and in mm. fact it was just a purely a huge open game um but again we were you know we were we had it in our we had it in our own hands and we knew that we just needed to get past um spartak in the next game and and obviously that's what we had to do yeah of course i mean as you mentioned we, we were aware you know, just a win was all we needed to top that group and um but we don't really do one nil, two nil wins, do we? Generally speaking, and I think, Kazi, you mentioned earlier on, you know, not many teams score seven goals in the Champions League. It's not you, know, you don't win seven nil really. And um, here we are again with our second seven nil of the group stage, um, a game that's really good to watch back. Actually, you see that Coutinho being captain, doing his whole sort of churlish non-celebration thing while scoring ridiculous goals and you know, <laughs> destroying people on the pitch. A, a, a real Rolls Royce performance there. I guess you know, if you allow yourself to think anything about him anymore, but you know, did have a big, big contribution um, in this group stage for sure. 
Um, and that Mane volley as well, just absolutely gorgeous whilst being completely unorthodox. I mean, this was turning on the star, wasn't it? Yeah, this was a complete performance. This was out and out. We battered them. I, I can't think whether they had many chances. Um, you know, it wasn't the, the mad score a few goals and then sort of let them get back into it. It was none of that. It was ruthless. Um, Coutinho was brilliant that day. Uh, made captain, had a bit of a face on the whole game, but still <laughs> played brilliant. Destroyed the opposition. Um, yeah, he made a, a really good contribution. When, when you look back on the group stage as a whole, the likes of Emre Chan and, and, and Moreno made really good contributions as well. It's it's easy to forget. It's easy to forget at the moment. So Emre's been out a couple of months. Um, he has a situation where he's probably going to leave. He had the, the fuel situation, obviously, where he did leave. Um, but it's it's good to look back and remember the contributions some of these guys made. Because, you know, because without them, you know, we, we might not be in this, this position. Um, but yeah, that was a fantastic performance. Um, absolutely murdered them. And it could have been... It could have been a lot more than seven goals. It could easily have been double figures. And we, we absolutely ran a riot. Um, and they just couldn't live with us. And it was really good to see. You know, we're not sort of last 10 minutes being 2-1 up or 1-0 up and being afraid, you know, that we might concede. And then, you know, you're looking at results in the other game and that was none of that. We just got the job done. And it was, it was absolutely brilliant. The yeah. Mane volley was fantastic, as you say. Um, I don't even know how he, how he got himself in that position because he's done like a scissor kick volley with his side foot. <laughs> into the top corner absolutely fantastic typical Mane unorthodox but but brilliant goal absolutely and I think yeah I mean there were two goals in that game I think that I think perhaps the second Coutinho goal yeah not 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 the penalty but the, the second Coutinho goal by the time the ball comes to him with that bobby pass and he just cushions it just just passes it into the net you're thinking this is really really controlled football and as you mentioned there Kazi I mean there, there, there's certain teams who for example in must win European games at home um, would set up defensively and then you know, somehow find, the, find a way to lose 2-1. Um, perhaps to Sevilla, perhaps you know, due to Ben Yedda. But we're going to focus on that. Jay, I mean, talking on this um, Spartak game as well, another 7-0. Um, and Kazi mentions Coutinho there. Um, you know, let's focus on him for a little bit longer because, let's face it, no one else is going to in, in, in the rest of these pods. He has moved on. Uh, in his career, his time at Anfield's over, but did have a big contribution to uh, to our success in the group stage, didn't he? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think that the whole emotion aside, in terms of you know whether the, the way he did it, how he did it, and all that, you know, putting that to one side, you look at those group games, you look at the goals, you look at the contributions, the assists, the play. You know, we've got to remember that Coutinho is now coming into kind of peak peak mode which is unfortunate for us obviously obviously we've we've moved on though which is which is good to see but you know he he was coming into some serious serious form both in the league and, and the champions league um and the Spartak game he you know again he was on fire um he i think he scored an early penalty i think salah was brought down very early on which really set all the nerves and then as you said he scored that that lovely control finish with, with a bit of good play but he's he was very very important and and he won't you know, again, you see a lot of stuff on social media about, oh, well, he shouldn't get a medal and how dare he get a medal still, because I still believe he qualifies for that, given the fact that he's played a number of games. I think it's it, it, it's irrespective, isn't it? I think he knows that he doesn't he doesn't merit that medal in the sense of because he he didn't play a part throughout the whole campaign and, and, and if we do win it. Um, but we should we should kind of be mindful of the fact that he, he did play a big part in, in getting us through to and topping that group and and then what followed after on. So um, 
Yeah, oh yeah, that's off on that's off for that in that respect. There's not going to be a situation like John Terry. He, he, he's not going to be sat there in his shin pads. <laughs> you know, like, he's, yeah, he's, he's, yeah, he's not little, going to be in the crowd. Yeah, yeah. still got the Liverpool kit. Just to, <laughs> do I come out? Do I? I, 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 don't, I, I don't think the Barca fans would mind though, would he? If, if they saw him, uh, if, they, if they saw him celebrating with us against Real Madrid. So um, you know, never know, never know. It's the only way they're going to get their hands on a Champions League medal this season, is it? So it's yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely going to be. Uh, yeah, it's. Uh, I, I think we'd be sort of remiss to sort of um, yeah ig- ignore his contribution. I th- I, it, it, it was a real sort of pleasure to watch him whilst he was there. And yes, yeah, completely on fire. I, I was sort of enjoying the whole churlish refusal to celebrate uh, sort of mode anyway. But yeah, we, we move on from that. We move on from Coutinho, of course, and you're into the knockout stages of the competition, um, where I thought how hey, we can do well here if we get a good draw. Um, and of course, you mentioned earlier on, guys, you could call it the kind of draw that we could have gotten in terms of you know, Porto. The stage mm-hmm. of the season they were in weren't exactly gelling themselves. Um, Jay, staying with you here, I mean, uh, an emphatic way to announce yourself, I guess, uh, announce your arrival in, in the Champions League knockout stages. You know, people wondering, could we translate some of those performances that people always had to contextualize, always had to sort of you know, find a way to legislate for the fact that we were battering these teams? Could we do it against a big team, being a big European? A force mm-hmm. like Porto, even if they aren't what they used to be, um, five nil away from home. Um, you, you just don't do that in Europe, do you? No, it was it was huge. It was it was absolutely huge. Um, and again, it was important because Coutinho had had moved on, you know, a few weeks before the game um, in the January window, and uh, and and yeah, Porto was a, a relatively kind of draw, but at the same token, you could argue from the outside world, it was two sort of similar standing teams you know Liverpool hadn't been in Europe for a, a significant time and then whilst they'd done well in the group stage um you know Porto Porto have always been in the Champions League there or thereabouts and and, and getting through and, and and playing some some decent stuff as well so it was um it was all really set up to be a a kind of what should have been a kind of nervous interesting game but the way we went about and I think you know Mo Salah was doing a bit of juggling act on the uh, on the goal line wasn't he when you took that control finish and I think at the time when you think about that goal a lot of people were commenting obviously that this is him now this is Mo Salah at his very best and he had come to a bit of form in the new year where he was scoring goal after goal but he was really really making a mark now and um it was really the the the, the, the attacking trio that that stole the, the stole the show I remember the the BT Sport coverage after with um, with with Rio and and Gerard and, and Lineker talking about it, and they were kind of you, you know talking about that has gone down from the Fab Four to the to to that to that trio, and they were absolutely brilliant, you know. And I think obviously I think as most Liverpool fans would probably say, the most pleasing aspect of that game was that Sadio Mane who had had a bit of a, an iffy period, we would say probably around the New Year. Um, I mean, we say if you period minor, he just keeps going. And this, that was reflected in that performance whereby he scored a really, he had a great chance, which he missed, I think, before he scored his first. His, his first goal crept under the goalkeeper. So he kind of got away with that one. His second was, was, was a rebound from a fantastic counter-attack when Salah and Bobby went racing through, um, which we've seen a number of times this season. But the third one just showed his confidence in, in the sense of, you know, he bags a couple and then he actually unleashes one right at the end to, to cap it all off. So a great performance, a performance that the belief starts coming in. And I think um, probably more importantly, that the, the rest of Europe starts looking and saying, well, actually, the other results are quite 
normal, if we can call it that. You don't win 5-0 away from home in a Champions League last 16, irrespective of the opposition, how good or good they may not be. Um, so it was a really, again, a, one of these kind of defining moments for, I think, the team as a whole, really. You know, they'd, they'd come together. Yeah. It was the first sign of, of uh, Big Virgil as well coming in um, and giving him a bit of taster for that, I think. Um, so it was all all really positive stuff. Yeah, almost completely forget about Big Virgil coming in there, but yeah, of course he, he he's had a huge impact in the in in our Champions League run. I think I think we'll come on to talk about him in some of the games we're about to get about to get to here. I mean, Tazi don't want to spend too much longer on the Porto game, but you, you do think back to it and you think about the um, just just a ridiculous composure that Salah showed with that finish. Actually, where he's sort of juggling the ball up and down, scores it, then checks for the offside flag and goes. Oh yeah, yeah. There's a go. Um, but I think Mane. I think for me that was whether or not it was. I don't think it was the most fluid performance he's ever had in his life. But it was just watching a guy who was who seemed to question himself or question his natural instincts in 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 some of the months before that or the weeks before that. Just deciding I'm just going to push through this really because I'm good enough just to push through it. Um, and it's proven so much that him coming back to form or, or returning to form in the latter half of this season was was crucial for us. Definitely. And um, he seems the type of guy that, you know, that, that is his nature, isn't it? Is to force his way back into form. He's not going to hide. He, didn't, he, he wasn't, we didn't have the luxury of leaving him out for a couple of weeks for him to sort of find his feet again and then come back. He just played through it. And uh, it's finally, it's funny because I thought he started, he started that game really poorly. Um, but he gets the, the goal, which is yeah. a bit fortunate. It's a bit fortunate, and then he grows. He grows into the game, and then he finishes it a lot stronger. And I think his form picks up um, after that game quite a bit. Um, the Salah goal is ridiculous. He, the, the level of confidence was just, as Jay said, he just hit. You know, he hit a, a different level, a new level. Um, you know, from say January onwards, just ridiculous. We, it wasn't even a surprise the way he scored that goal. You know, there's a few keepy uppies and then buries it and checks the offside flag before start, before we're starting to celebrate. Crazy. Um, another another shout I think is James Milner's form around this period is it started to pick up as well. Anytime he came in around this period, he looked really good. Um, he had a sublime touch I think for one of the goals. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember which goal it was now, but I just remember we having like a, a bit of a one-two outside of the, the penalty area, and he he he, he tees up a, a, a strike. And it was it's, a, it's it was the Salah goal, fantastic. wasn't it? It was, it was the one that yeah. bounced off the posts, and uh, that's that's when the juggling act started, wasn't it? <laughs> Magnificent. Um, yeah, just just that, on James Milner, Cuzzy, actually, just, just to cut you yeah. off there. I mean, just going to yeah. mention a few names here. Um, so Xavi Hernandez, uh, Zlatan Ibrahimovic, Ryan Giggs. Roberto Firmino, uh, Neymar, and and Wayne Rooney as well. Um, all of them uh, are beneath uh, James Milner uh, on assists in the Champions League. Nine assists for our James uh, in this uh, in, in this in this Champions League campaign. Just an, another little sort of sub story that's been going on throughout the entire throughout the entire campaign. Yeah, he's been um, he's, he's definitely been an unsung hero in this campaign. He's been he's been really he's been really really good. Um, and it's good because you know we've had had a few injuries, especially in midfield, and it's good that he's he's been able to step up. Um, that game, although on paper Porto um, seemed to be a, a great side, and it was a good draw for us. I would still had a bit of trepidation going into that. You know, uh, it's an away game; it's a knockout tie. You know, it, 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 you don't get easy fixtures. Um, and again, 
big scores away from home are rare in the Champions League. You don't even really see the likes of Barcelona and Real Madrid pump teams by five goals away from home. You know, it's the sort of fixture where if it was United or Spurs or Arsenal that went away to Porto and drew, you know, they'd be credited with a good performance and a good result. You know, when you we go there and win 5-0 and it's because, you know, they, they, they're they a bad team and they're not what they, they were and, and all this sort of stuff. So, you know, I think um, probably didn't get the credit we deserved for going away from home and, and, and giving them such a, a convincing beating. Um, and, and other than a, a maybe a, a chance or two for them early on in the game, I, I can't remember being put under any sort of pressure in, in, in that game. It was just really a sort of one-way traffic um, for most of it. Um, so, yeah, a fantastic performance. Uh, and the most surprising result, I think, of, of our run. Um, and probably where you start to really sort of look and think, hmm, what could we do here? You know, absolutely, and you, I mean, we're we're not going to talk about the home leg because that was a sort of a as dull a nil nil as it needed to be, and you sort of feel sorry for the people actually um, who only managed to get to Anfield uh, Porto home leg <laughs> in terms of our Champions League run this season because it was one of those yeah, let's be professional, let's do the job. But um, yeah, we're into the draw, and you're thinking who are we going to get here? Um, yeah, could we potentially get Roma? Who could potentially get somebody a bit easier? And of course we. We draw Pep Guardiola's sort of all-conquering at that time, uh, Manchester City side. Um, this this home game, I, I'll talk about for a little, for uh, or dwell on it for a little bit longer, guys, because I think as we talked about at the start, um, yeah, the atmosphere, the passion, the performance, um, the goals. My God, the goals um, and, and the profess uh, the pressing that we saw. Um, some luck with referees as well. This for me, I think, is the one where, as you mentioned, we we start to believe, but also. Encapsulated so much of our Champions League campaign. Jay, coming to you on this one. I mean, um, where do you where do you begin with this? Um, yeah, where do you begin? <laughs> I mean, I think uh, you know, thinking about the draw. Obviously, I mean, I think uh, the draw comes out and it was everyone's worst nightmare, wasn't it? It was City, and not only that at Anfield. And obviously, our experience tells us that we have to have to play the second leg at Anfield. It just won't work. We need to set ourselves up. And 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 then we you know we we play the second leg and, and blow teams away. So to have it bad on both accounts was a complete disaster, you know. And I think then what you know, what happened is the dust settled, and then you you kind of recap your mind that we beat them four three, you know, should have been kind of four one until that last little wobble at the end. And actually, they are a team who are going to come at us, which will play into into the way we want to uh, to to play our game. And you know that's what obviously transpired. I think. You know, we started um, okay-ish. I think obviously there wasn't much, a bit like the kind of Roma game, wasn't it? That nothing really happened in the first 10-15 and City probably passed it around a bit slicker than us. And then, uh, yeah, Salah's goal settled the nerves. But even then you were still, I mean, the City team was so, so good. You know, I think just on paper, you look at the names and it kind of puts the fear in you. But that, I think uh, Kazi mentioned that Ox goal was the one that really was kind of lift off in the sense of he, he powers that one in and you start, I don't know, he, after he scored that, the first thing I thought about was the, the, the memories of Garcia just came flooding back. He, you know, it was it was like the Juve quarterfinal. Yeah. Hippie has got one in and, and 20 minutes in, he's lashed one in. And, and I just, I just, after sort of picking, myself up off the floor after celebrating the Garcia thing just came flooding back because you you I think this is what you unique about Liverpool Football Club um compared to other teams because we have that history and you have these moments and you you start linking it to what's happened 
to all these kind of events in the last, you know, in, in, in the past that you've seen. And it just gave massive belief. And I remember feeling the same thing when Garcia lashed one in that bloody hell, we are on our way. This is a huge Juventus team and, and this is a huge city team. And, and then it just, and then went on. But I think the single most impressive thing, um, and I'm sure Kazi will back me up on this was the second half display. And of course, you know, it was great to be three and a lot, but I remember just absolutely crapping myself thinking city are going to score. Here. I mean, they have to score. They, 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 they score in, in every game and they're going to get the away goal and it's going to be so nervy. But to have the, the defensive discipline, the control, we were fantastic. We defended so well in that and it wasn't, it wasn't kind of backs to the wall. We just defended really, really well. We covered all the spaces. We pressed really well. Best, best result, best performance by none. Um, in, in this season and, and, and probably one of the best I've seen just taking into account the calibre of the opposition mm. Yeah for me I mean what I mean, there's been so many sensational goals and actually that Salah goal when you look at it isn't isn't you know, that extraordinary in terms of how it's finished obviously Bobby pressing and, and, and harrying Walker into a mistake is I guess symbolic in a way but um, the Salah goal and, and just the noise and the reaction of of, of Anfield when that uh, goal went in almost like just like a pressure valve had been released, basically. There's so much tension ahead of that game, tension ahead of the the knowledge of who Man City were and what they could do. Um, yeah, I think that for me is a, is, is a very big moment. Cuzzy, um, talk a little bit about this, but then I guess also move into the second leg because a completely different game that we had to contend with here um, and a, a horrific, <laughs> horrific 45 minutes that I never want to watch back again because... Um, I guess we saw the full force without perhaps too much creativity um, of what we were up against. Oh, man, that first half, I really thought we'd blown it. Um, man, I, I thought it was just inevitable that we were going to capitulate. It just had that feel about it. Um, the pattern of the game, everything, we just, all the things that, you know, we're good at, um, we just stopped doing. We weren't pressing. We were defending deeper and deeper and deeper. We couldn't. We just couldn't get the ball whatsoever. Um, it, all the talk before the, the game about you know what we can do tactically, having the space to counter them. None of that was happening. We didn't. We didn't really have a chance until that Ox chance right at the end of the first half, uh, which which Klopp actually said gave us the belief. Um, and he and he actually told the players in the dressing room that that's the sort of play we need to do more often. Um, but yeah, up until that point, it just looked like we were just there and we're just there for the taking and eventually City would just get the goals they needed. Um, and I would have been absolutely crushed if that was the case <laughs> because just thinking back to the home leg and the position we were in and just the euphoric feeling after going two and then three goals up, um, to not, to not go through would have been, would have really hurt. So yeah, I was, um, I was in despair at, <laughs> during, during that first half. Um, but yeah, the second half is can we, we, we approach it completely differently. I think we're not as deep. Um, our midfield has pressed up. Our pressing is a lot better. And then obviously we get the goal. And then from where we get the goal, we really kill, we kill the crowd and we kill City's belief. And once their shoulders drop and the crowd stopped making noise, uh, it was over. It just completely changed the whole atmosphere of everything. Um, but I, I got to tell you, before that goal, I, I, in, that, in that first half, it was really, it was really, um, it was, it wasn't looking good. And uh, just to mention as well that we we did get the rub of the green in 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 the game, and I think you need that. You know, if you're going to get past really elite teams in this competition, you do need the rub of the green um, at certain moments. 
And, uh, you know, Real Madrid get it, Barcelona get it. You know, how many times Barcelona had opposition players sent off or a penalty they really shouldn't have had or, you know, stuff like that. But, you know, when they win the trophy, nobody looks back and, you know, sort of brings these things up usually. So I think to go to go through to get these teams, to beat these teams, you do need that rubber the green. So, you know, Manchester City fans will, you know, moan about, you know, the disallowed goals and what have you, but these things happen. I don't think you can take take away from us, you know, that the fact that we deserve to go through in that tie. Yeah, for sure. I think um, I really, really strongly hope that there's some sort of dubious decision in the final as well, just because that will really infuriate all the opposition fans who are sort of coming in to watch that game as well. Because City were for sure in, in, incredibly annoyed by some of those some of those sort of questionable decisions. But I think, yeah, as you mentioned, you need that sort of stuff and. You know, when you combine it with the the work rate that we put in to achieve those results, I think it's um it's it's absolutely huge. So, um, Jamie, did you did you have anything to talk about on on, on that city second leg before we move into I guess the final sort of pair of fixtures in in, in those Roma ties? I guess that's the final thing is you know on reflection, I think it was really good. I wasn't thinking at the time, no one was, but it was really good that we went through that in the sense of. The, 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 the first leg, you know, we, we, we played it really, really well. Second half included. The first half of the second leg was an absolute disaster in the way we set up. Not by Klopp, but just what we did in, in terms of a group. We, we conceded the first goal, fine, mistakes happened. But then we just went into our shell. We defended really deep. And, and, and basically it was Klopp, wasn't it? And, and apparently, and obviously Lovren as well taking the credit for the halftime talk. But, you know, if you're going to go out, if, if, if you want to do this, then play your game. And, and Klopp has been very clear this week talking about the, the Madrid game as well, that don't, don't go hiding. You know, you play your game. And, and I think it was really important that that lesson was, was that we went through that because this is why Klopp is giving this message again that don't you dare. And it's been something that we've all said this week and then for last week or so that, you know, play the game that we have. That, that we've done throughout this competition. You know, we, we're not, our strength is not in defense. Um, and that doesn't mean to say you go gung ho attacking, but it certainly means that, you know, you, you do play a slightly higher line as, as we typically have done. We try to press and, 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 and make it compact in those areas. And we didn't do that against City. So we were asking for it. And I think we were very, we were fortunate that they, we were only, you know, a goal down. Yeah. Um, but, but, but we learned from it and, and that was important. Do you think we've got any chance of getting, that sort of result without Van Dyke in that side. <laughs> well, given the fact that he gave away the first goal, but <laughs> no, I, I think I'm not sure really. But exactly, on that particular fixture, I would say actually Lovren was was he actually was really really good in that yeah. game. To, to be honest, he 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 also had a rash moment which didn't cost us. But you know, if you're on the balance of things, he was probably um, yeah I don't know. He he was very very good. He was definitely a lot alongside Vir- Virgil. I mean, yeah, over over the whole piece. <laughs> Losing Coutinho and getting Virgil, um, that's what's taken us to the Champions League final. Obviously, we would love to have both of them. And, you know, God knows where we would be if we did have both. But um, in terms of a trade, yeah, I think, you know, our attack has shown that we can survive. The defence would have not. And we, and we saw that with the group stages. You know, we conceded goals against Sevilla and Spartak and, and, and whoever, basically. And... Um, the, they are sort of the, the next tier down. I think once you get to the, the, the interesting point against City and, and Roma and everyone else, without Virgil, we wouldn't be where we are. Yeah, I think Lovren as well. I think just me probably being a little bit harsh there as well, because actually do, I do remember those City performances and I'm sure there were some rash moments in there and, and, and some really questionable positioning because that's, that, that is Dejan Lovren in, in, in a nutshell really. But what, 
there are some heroic performances in there along the way. And I think, yeah, that, that steady tie, both legs, whether it is the combination of him being with Virgil, I, mean, I know he threw sort of Clavan and, and Matip under the bus this past week in some of those press conferences where he says he really, really feels more confident now playing with Virgil. Um, but yeah, I think they, they, they both raised their game in that tie. And that tie, to, to come out of it, you know, a real t- titanic struggle, but to come out of it winning 5-1 against Man City on the two legs, um, you know, pep in the stands by the end of it, uh, a demoralised side. It, it, it was really, really impressive. And of course, that took us on to you know, the semi-final time here, Cuzzy. And um, you know, it's it's funny because I think at every step of the way, you're sort of wondering, okay, when are we going to get back to we're in the Champions League here? You don't go and score five goals at home or, 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 or try and score crazy numbers of goals in these ties. These are tight affairs. You're up against an Italian team here. They're going to come to Anfield. They're going to you know, treat it with, treat it with, with respect. It's going to be a tough affair. You know, they've got Jekko, they've got Nangalan. It's going to be a gritty, a gritty sort of game. Um, Liverpool five, Roma two. Um, <laughs> was this down to you know, suicidal tactics on, in in your view, or was it the fact that I mean, obviously it helped us? But um, uh, we showed again. It doesn't matter you know, how what level of side you are. Um, if you give us that patch, a you know, 15-minute patch, we will rip you apart again. Um, and uh, really, just I guess, focus on um, the performance of one Mohamed Salah returning, uh, not returning, but against his former club. Um, sensational goals. Yeah, this this game uh, is something else. And I find it very difficult to think of it from a tactical point of view because it's so emotional. <laughs> it's... You know, it's it's like being in in, in dreamland. I've, I've not felt this way watching a Liverpool performance since I think we beat Norwich in 2014 when I was convinced we'd win the title. Um, it just just a euphoric feeling. I've said that word a couple of times, but it's been it, we've had that feeling a few times in this Champions League run where tactics seem to go out the window. Um, don't have a clue what the opposition t- seem to be doing because we have so much chances and so many occasions where we just on with this really on them um, and at, at the brink of scoring, of scoring against them. We, we, we really could have scored seven or eight goals. It was absolutely ridiculous. And Salah's level in that game uh, was just incredible. I mean, the, the first goal, the curler, is something else. Then the, fit, the, the second one where he, where he dinks it over the keeper, it's, it's absolutely it's messy-esque. It really is. Um, and at that point, you're just thinking anything's possible. You know, when, once it goes 5-0, I'm, I'm, I, I remember sending a tweet asking what the record score was in a, in a Champions League knockout game because it really looked like we could run up a really, you know, six, seven, eight, nine goals. It was, it was absolutely incredible. Um, just remember just feeling so emotional about it. And then came the last 10 minutes where <laughs> it looked like it go completely the opposite direction. Um, it seemed, as if we just felt absolutely flat and, 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 and the team just seemed to be out on its feet. And it looks as, as if any time Roma went forward, they could score. Um, and so the way that the competition is set up with the away goal, it does definitely encourage the away team to never give up. So even though they're 5-0 down, usually if that's a league game, usually a, a team would just throw in the towel. 5-0 down, you know, not really going to be looking to, to try and attack. But Roma kept pressing and kept pressing, kept pressing. They wouldn't go away. Um, 
And yep, five one, which was a you know, it was a terrible refereeing decision. No way that was that a penalty, but you know, these things happened. Five one and then five two, and then you're thinking, shit, I'm look we're looking at the clock. <laughs> thinking ref hurry up and blow the whistle. And it's incredible that you can be five two up and be anxious about the score. This sort of sums up Liverpool, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, Klopp came out of the game, didn't he, and said, I think that's when he coined the phrase, all-inclusive football, um, which is, I mean, yeah, it's, 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 it's very apt in terms of just the way in which I think we're still a team because of the parts that we have and the parts that we're missing, a team that just completely lives off the, um, completely lives off momentum, really, um, in both the good senses and the bad senses. Uh, we don't have somebody who, who can just go, listen, guys, we're going to calm, we're going to calm the hell down here for <laughs> just, just 20 minutes, please. Um, but yeah, I think this game for me will, will always stand out as just that first Salah goal, watching it and going, yeah, okay, on FIFA, what would I do? Oh yeah, that's, that's, that's what I'd try and do <laughs> on, on, on FIFA. <laughs> and does actually seeing him do it in real life and, um, the whole celebration, you know, refusing to celebrate is so incredibly respectful there on both occasions and, you know, we didn't mind at all because he absolutely destroyed them by that point. But um, Jay, uh, all-inclusive football, I mean, at, at this stage of the competition, um, I was mentioned the semi-final, you don't expect to see this sort of result. Um, and then that mini, mini capitulation at, at the end, I think it was probably down to poor focus and yeah, that lucky penalty. But um, another crazy game on the road to Kiev, I guess. And um, um, did you make it... What was your overall impression of the game? I guess. Yeah, it, it was incredible, isn't it? I mean, you just you just don't do that in a semi final. You just don't play. It, you don't play that manner of football. You don't have that type of result. You, you know, these are these are these are top quality teams in the Champions League. And even even before you get to Roma, you know, and the likes of Porto and all and all these teams, they're they're top top teams. And and to do what we did in the semi final and to do it in the way we did it. Um, again, similar to City, um, in some ways, a slow, slow 10 15. Then we sort of worked them out. Um, and then it just, that Salah goal was just something else, wasn't it? It just kind of, the whole stadium blew off almost, um, with that goal. But, you know, what can you say? I, I do think that all, all, all these games, you almost spoil. I know it sounds crazy. You kind of, you sort of bang it and you don't, I don't think we appreciate even now what we've done. I think it's amazing, Harry, you know, that this, this pod today, um, what we've done, because it, it brings it into focus in terms of the, the journey we've, we've gone on. You know, you, you, you can take each game and you think, wow, that was great. But when you start thinking about all of the games as a collective, you do realize what an incredible journey this has been. I, I remember like by both of you, 2005, um, it was so different. I mean, yeah, the, the, the memories are there because obviously it went all the way, but the games were very different, and you you are having a heart attack every five minutes. I mean, me and Cuzzy, the way we are, we probably you know just about get, God knows how we survived basically that run. Um, but this one was just full of joy and excitement and goals and everything, and it's just you know we we really have played it in such a fashionable way, and and I just you know hopefully we get the rewards at the end of it really. So it was yeah, it was great to watch. Yeah, I think. You're right to highlight those memories and uh, I guess highlight those moments as well because I think if we, if we're living through them as well, um, you can only imagine what the team's going through. So some of the bonds that have been ha, have been made there between the players, and I think I think you could see that after the second leg, really away to Roma, we knew what we had to do. Because um, you mentioned those those goals we conceded late on in the first leg that sort of complicated matters a little bit, but we we sort of knew if we score, 
we're probably going to win this game, you know, despite the capitulation of, of all capitulations it, it, it would really take. And we, and we gave that a good go towards the end, and, and, and the ref decided to make it a little bit spicy as well. Um, but I think that second leg um, afterwards, the scenes afterwards where you saw the fans um, and uh, the players really being in, in harmony with each other, um, some of the bonds between the players really evident to see as well after the game, you know, sinking to their knees and stuff. But that second leg, it was, it was a team sort of running out of gas, wasn't it, towards the end. Chamberlain's been injured by that point. Um, yeah, we scored the goals. We can always do that. But um, getting no refereeing luck, a very soft penalty and... It's, it, it, it was a tough one to know how to play. I don't think the side really knew how to play that game, did we? Yeah, I mean, this one was a different to the City one, where I was really anxious um, and apprehensive about the about you know how we would go about uh, at, at City. This game was a lot more com- um, comfortable, and probably because we've been through it already. Um, and I was the sure we'd score. You know, it was it was absolutely for me guaranteed to score. And, and once we did, I couldn't see us you know conceding wherever amount we needed to concede to actually go out. Um, so at no point was I really worried that we were going to get knocked out. Um, they scored their goals and right at the last, I think their, their last goal was literally the last kick of the game or or, or close to it. Um, so I never really thought the possibility of not going to the final was there. So um, more relief really when the whistle went, you know, and we'd done it. And it seemed to be the case with the um, with a lot of the players as well. I remember Van Dijk sinking to his knees <laughs> and a few others as well. Milner as well. That was me in my and, um, lounge. I was sinking to my knees. <laughs> I can't take it. <laughs> um, yet yeah, we've done it. And yeah, the, as you say, the celebrations between um, staff, players and fans was, was really good to see. Obviously, you know, with the, the, the situation in Rome at the time with the, you know, possibilities of crowd trouble and what have you, the fans had to stay in the stadium for a long, long time. Um, so it was good that, you know, the players um, sort of celebrated with them, went in the tunnel, went in the dressing room, came back out and, you know, was um, was a really good bonding moment for, for them, which it, it was really good. Um, you know, it's it was it was as if we'd won the final. It was it was that sort of feeling. Um, obviously not. You know, obviously we've got one more step to go. But um, yeah, I think it's when things start to sink in, doesn't it, that, we, you know, we've actually achieved achieved something here. We've got to the final. You know, and it, it maybe it just starts it starts to sink into the players that, that they've actually done it, um, and and that's probably what sort of the emotions that you saw. Um, but yeah, uh, it it really is something that the I mean Jay said it um, just now the the road the road to the final has been something else really something that none of us could have predicted. Um, the scores have been absolutely crazy. <laughs> We've battered everyone um, in every round at some stage. Um, you know, and um, but still and managed to have moments that have made us sort of, you know, <laughs> that made us tense and think <laughs> we're going to go out. Yeah, it's it, it's it's absolutely amazing. Um, pro- the final is probably going to go in the same way. It would be it'd be good if it did. Um, you know, the 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 last thing I think we want is just to, to have a sort of like a meek performance in in the final and sort of you know a one nil to Real Madrid or something like that would really sort of hurt. Another mad final where we go four nil up and we're clinging on at the end is probably what we're going to get. <laughs> yeah, that'd be hilarious. I mean, Jay coming to that sort of that Roma second leg, but then sort of bringing you both on as we wrap up on, on looking ahead to the Champions League final. I mean, we're taking an attack to that into that final that scored twenty nine goals between them to the Firmino, Salah, and Mane. That's the record. You know, we 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 we've broken the record set by. Um, 
some familiar chaps that we'll probably remember in, in Cristiano Ronaldo, Karim uh, Benzema, uh, and, and Gareth Bale as well. They scored 28 previously in I think the 13-14 uh, Champions League campaign, um, so yeah, we're in good company there, I guess, in, in terms of our our firepower. But um, I guess just briefly brief touch on the second leg uh, away to Roma, the the harmony at the end. I mean, uh, that really sort of summed it all up, didn't it? In terms of just you know, this is what Klopp has been after, in terms of trying to get all this energy into one place, you know, really harness it. Um, yes, it wasn't the most glamorous thing in the world. Yes, we actually lost the second leg, our first loss of the entire campaign, but. Um, as Kazi sort of alluded to there, I mean, the various bits and pieces that have gone together to, to get us to this final, it was just an, uh, an outpouring of, uh, I guess, a, a bit of emotion, but also um, relief that we, we, we're now 90 minutes away um, from, you know, from history, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, you're right. The kind of the loss kind of fell by the wayside. No one, no one really cared, and certainly not the, the the lucky guys in the stadium. I mean, it was it was great scenes, and just to see the Liverpool players um be part of that which was immense you know to, to see Mane kind of come out in his in his flip-flops and and start the charge <laughs> and um and seeing the other guys and 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 even you know you see the interviews with with uh Carragher and uh and, and Risa with with, with little guys coming across and they're so happy and you know obviously um and Gerard's it's just it's just great to see everything everything kind of come together and bind together and, and I think when Liverpool when Liverpool Football Club have that, whereby there's harmony off the pitch, there's the, the teams playing well, the, the fans are always on their side if, if 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 the team give everything, which they did, you know, on in in that game and 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 be and before that as well. You know, there's been so many um so many obstacles. You know, you can say just a lot of accusations against people in this team, rightly or wrongly, against Klopp in the early of the season. Um, you know, Coutinho leaving, you know, the eve of this game, we've got Buvac going as well. You know, all these things kind of make up the story of, about what's happening. And then the fans see that. And I think the, the, the ending of that, just to see the, um, the fans and the players come together was, was wonderful, you know, and, and, uh, you know, I think that will really hold us um, in, in good stead, um, on Saturday as well. So coming to Saturday then, guys, I mean, I'm not going to ask you to preview this game because this was very difficult to, but I guess with with the backdrop of all those matches that we've talked about, Kazi, coming to you first then, before we wrap up on this um, Real Madrid um, in the final, no small matter, obviously 12-time 12 uh, European champs there, they, they know how to how to get to win this game especially. Um, plenty of big, big names in that team. Coming to us, I'd say, not the end of their careers, but you know, it's slightly starting to wane. I think a few of them. I'm sure they'll prove me wrong. Touching some wood here in the uh, in in the room, but um, what are you expecting from that game? Um, and in a way, I mean, I, I don't want to call it a free shot at all because, of course, there's, there's lots riding on it, and we want we want to win it. But with the fact that we've secured that qualification through um, the league as well. The players should be able to go into this game and just try and express themselves and, and hopefully be as relaxed as, as possible, right? I really, really hope so. It's um, my my biggest fear for the final is 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 the team freezing. Um, you know, it's a. I think Jay mentioned a few times earlier. You know, you really don't want a first half um, at the Etihad type performance where they sort of go into their show. You really. Really want the, the team to express themselves and play the sort of football that has got them to this to this stage, and then whatever happens happens. You know, Real Madrid are a really good side. 
you know, they can win, obviously. You know, they 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 have quality all over the pitch. They have quality on the bench. You know, if they if they win the game, nobody was is gonna be is gonna be surprised. But it will really, really hurt and be a real shame if Liverpool don't play, you know, to their potential. I really that's so I really hope they 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 do that. You know, have those mad 15, 20 minute spells where we score two or three goals, that would be fantastic. Um so I just I just sort of want the ride to continue. Uh, because there's been a, there's been a number of times where you know you you watch a competition and the underdog so to speak get to the final playing really good football and then sort of don't really perform in the final you know if you look at you know in recent years the likes of BV, BVB uh, Juventus Atletico Madrid if you go a bit further back you get the likes of Valencia by Leverkusen we've played really well to get to a final and then got to a final and just not really sort of performed. So that's what you know. I'm looking for us to really turn up and do it, as you say. You know, they shouldn't. They shouldn't be under. Pre- obviously, you have the pressure of a final. Obviously, the occasion itself is pressure, but they've sort of achieved this season's objective already. So it's really about just going out and expressing it. And I hope Klopp. You know, obviously Klopp's going to be sort of you know trying to get that message across. But I really do hope the boys just take that on board and just you know just really just take that into the game and just not worry about it. Um, and yeah, and if I think if that's the case, the game will look after itself. But yeah, that that's my that's the biggest thing for me. Are you the same, James? That's your biggest worry that we'll sort of stiffen up in that in that final and not be able to play the football that has gone us to this stage. Yeah, I think that's that's been certainly my fear for the last couple of weeks um, that we play the occasion rather than the game. That kind of old chestnut whereby. Um, again, not to pick on him, but kind of Lovren becomes rash and does something silly, and and some of the other players, it's just the occasion is too big for them, um, because you know there's enough quality in this team. I know there's a lot of people poking around at certain players, but there's enough quality in this team because you can see that we've beaten some of the best teams in 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 Europe, and and we need to take that into into the into the game as, as Kazi said I think um I, I am heartened however in, in I know it's just interviews and it's just talk but I think Klopp will have had I think it's important we've had these two weeks I think you know just to kind of get them away from everything for the first week and now and now they'll really kick in in some of the tactical and physical work this week and I think it's important that we've got that um they seem really good seem a good group in terms of they all seem quite pally which I think is really really important because they need to be certainly work as a unit and they're going to have to work their asses off on the Saturday that's for sure because there's going to be times like we did against City where we're on the back foot and it's important that they're there for each other and, and you know we're going to need luck I think you know Kazi mentioned you know we're going to need those chances not to fall to Ronaldo because you know what will happen we're going to need to, for us to take our chances um, and therefore you're hoping it falls to you know someone like Salah um, to put them away I think um Again, a couple of weeks ago, I was thinking, well, this is great. You know, we, we've 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 surpassed expectations. But I, I remember in 2007 when we lost, and it, it was a weird one. I don't know about what you guys. I felt that obviously I was, you know, devastated, but I wasn't. Um, I wasn't as gutted, and I don't know whether that's because only a couple of years ago, I was before that, I was in Istanbul, and we were we had won it, and it was a case of well, actually, you know, Rafa's Rafa's the man. You know, we're going Torres was coming in the summer. We're gonna we're gonna be there again. Well. You know, it's taken us 11 years to get to another Champions League final. This isn't a free hit. This is something that European final, cup finals don't come on very often. Pep Guardiola has been dominating leagues for the last 
you know, six or seven years now in, in various countries. And he hasn't caught to one for a while yeah. now. And he may not get to one again for a while as well with City. This is our time. And, and we need to make sure that we not only turn up, as Kazi said, but we need to have a bit of luck and we need to make sure we win this because I don't know when this is going to come. It may come next year. It may take another 10 years. So it's really important that we give everything. If we lose and we've given everything, it is what it is. But I just, I really hope that because there is certainly enough there within this team to do the business. Um, and, and really, let's hope so because it could be a, it's, we know how huge this could be for the players and the club itself. Mm. No, I, I completely agree. I think it's, you know, I'm hoping that Klopp's going to be able to instill into the players that, you know, this is a, it's an opportunity. It, it, it's one that they've fought very hard to earn and it's, it, it's now up to sort of, up to them to take that final opportunity, um, you know, make themselves heroes, all that thing. This, this is the biggest game of, you know, and I think, and I think there will be my my kind of not. I don't do score predictions, and I'm not going to make a prediction <laughs> about the game. But my my prediction is someone who's had a bit of a bit of flack and who who hasn't had the limelight. Hmm. But I've just got a sneaky feeling that Sadio Mane will have the final final say in this final. It could be his final. I was about to say Moreno, late sub. I wouldn't go that far. Yeah, um, it's, it's been but a crazy I, I, I do think Mane's got a huge game to play. I think if Mane, if Mane um, you know, there's a lot of focus on Salah for, for obvious reasons, but I, I honestly think if Mane's on the ball, mm. um, I genuinely think we can win, win, win it with if, if he is. But yeah, I'm hoping that is the case as well. Yeah, for me, I'm hoping I see a, uh, a Champions League final no-look finish. From Bobby, I think that I think that would just be absolutely completely emblematic of sort of this uh, this campaign and, and and that front three. Kazi, how about you? Then I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to ask I'm not going to ask you for predictions. Jay's not giving me a prediction there. I'm not going to ask you for one. But sort of final thoughts there on um, on the final um, and uh, on, on the campaign as a whole. Well, the campaign has been breathtaking. Um, it's definitely been the highlight of the season. Uh, finishing fourth back to back has been has been really good, but the Champions League run has definitely made it special. Um, and winning it would be something else because I think it's a it's a slightly different era to when we won it in two thousand five. Um, I think there are better teams now, um, and there are teams that you know that the elite teams, the Barcelona, the Bayern Munich, and the Real Madrid. It's very very difficult in this era for another club to sort of to, to break to, to break into that and, and, and to win it. Those three teams have dominated. So for us to be able to win it would be huge. It'd be massive. Um and yeah, I you know, I am really sort of anxious about it. It's gonna be a game where I don't think I'm gonna enjoy it much unless we're sort of five nil up with five minutes to go. <laughs> I think I'm gonna be very, very you know, it was one of them ones where it's gonna be hor for me it's gonna be horrible to watch because there's so much riding on it. And um probably will only enjoy it if we win it and then I'll watch the game again. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be um yeah, it's gonna be one of those ones that's difficult to watch, I think. Whether it goes to you know, to extra time and penalties would be even more torture. Yeah, no, and, um... no, 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 we're not, we're not doing that. I, I'm, I'm actually going to cut you off right there because there, 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 there's no way I'm allowing the listeners to have that. Um, everyone, thank you so. I mean, thank, guys. I mean, Jay, um, Kazi, thanks so much for helping me sort of go down memory lane on this. Um, on this campaign, I think it has been you know, completely breathtaking, as you mentioned. There, huge moments for for everyone to follow along with and and, and remember. Um, just you know, twenty sixth of May now, uh, Real Madrid versus Liverpool. Let's hope it can uh, you know, be Klopp's first with Liverpool, and uh, you know, 
grab number six for for the boys in red. So thanks so much for listening, um, guys. And um, yeah, I'm sure we'll be speaking to each other again soon uh, after that small matter of a European uh, European Cup final. Network.